experience the reality of the gospel and receive light, life, and the joy of the Holy Ghost. As you listen to today's message, Danny Doku, a real blessing to you. Hello, glory to God. Hallelujah. So it's our second night. And we pray that you live here with a blessing. Last week, we dealt with the blessing of Salem. And I pray that most of you are living in Salem. The peace of God be with you. It's not only two people say amen. Tell somebody from now, you say amen until we close. Tell the person. (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we'll be teaching the word of God. Then we we'll believe God for miracles. Yeah. Hallelujah. I know some people may be expressing prophecies and all that. If he comes, I will. So this evening or tonight, we are dealing with the blessing of health. Hallelujah. The blessing of health. In the Hebrew, we call it mapei, God's medicine. There is God's medicine, and there is man's medicine. Hallelujah. Medicine itself, I've started though. Medicine itself is God's idea. Because God created the body in such a way that the body must be able to heal itself. Praise God. So, as a matter of fact, sickness should be actually be far away from us. A human being is not supposed to be sick. Sickness came into the world because of sin. Praise God. Now, God told Adam that the herbs will be for their healing. So, it means that whatever you even eat has a way of healing your body. Praise God. So, Medicine is not bad. It's God's idea. So tell somebody, medicine is not bad. It is God's idea. I know you are born again, charismatic Christian, who says that, you know, we don't take medicine. (laughs) Food itself is medicine. If you're eating well, you're getting good vitamins. Hallelujah. If you're not eating well, then your body will deteriorate. So medicine, I just want to establish that fact that medicine is not bad at all. Okay. Look at somebody say, medicine is not bad. It's not bad. So some Christians get so sick, it, they ought to be in the hospital, and they don't go to the hospital, and they have not even built their faith enough to receive divine healing. Okay. And they, they stay at home, they are confessing the word, the same... It's not working, and they are there. Please go to the hospital because it is not bad in itself. Hallelujah. But you see, but there is a better one which I will come to. But we have to always lay the foundations. Praise God. Now, let's see what Jeremiah said about these things. So, in, in Jeremiah, it's a popular, popular scripture. In Jeremiah chapter 8. Verse 21, 
He said, for the head of the, of the daughter of my people, I am head. I'm black, astonished, had taken hold of me. Then he said, is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Physician, is there no doctor? Why is there not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? Is there no balm in Gilead? Hallelujah. Balm is not spiritual. This is a physical balm. It's an ointment that was produced in Gilead. But now, when the charismatic talk about the balm of Gilead, we think that it's a very spiritual thing. But the balm was a natural balm that they used for medication. And the people were getting sick. And God comes and says, is there no balm in Gilead? Then he connects the balm of Gilead to a physician. Are there no doctors among you? Why is then the health of my people not recovered? The reason why Jeremiah the prophet is saying this to the people is because there was balm in Gilead. And the balm of Gilead was known that if people got sick, they had to go to Gilead. When they rub that balm on you, you'll be cured. So, <laughs> so they were rubbing balm on these guys. They were not being cured. They were physicians. Are there no physicians? These are anointed physicians. Yet the people were not cured. Why? The disease there was not a medical condition. It was a spiritual thing. God himself was angry with the people. So he said that, oh, you people think you are in, in, in Gilead. Okay. They said, okay, is there no balm? There is balm. There is balm in Gilead. They are physicians, but why are my people not getting cured? It's because this thing is spiritual. And immediately the, the disease moves from the physical realm into spiritual, then you need spiritual medicine. But there is nothing wrong with natural medication. But when you depend on natural medication alone, when the thing turns from natural to spiritual, the natural medication cannot heal things that are spiritual. You need spiritual medication. It is called mape. Oh, can I get a very big amen? If you're understanding it, clap your hands. If you will read the Bible for yourself, you realize that many of the things that pastors are saying doesn't make sense. Because it's like there is balm. The balm was a natural balm. There's nothing spiritual about it. Praise God. But, but, but Charlie, the balm in the physical, too, you need it. It's like when you get a swelling, simple sprain, let's say a sprain on your, any, on your joints. You need a balm to rub it. This is not the time. I spakalasha ilakata. Bam. The balm will. The balm will straighten this thing. Hallelujah. Because the ligaments, if there is something inside there, they need to. People get fracture. And when they get fracture, they go to people. 
who are specialized in putting some bombs on it. And by the time they pull it, the bone will just fall on it. They are not even doctors. They know some herbs. So it means that physical medicine is not bad. But then, what are the physical medicines that we need to take? These are the things that are made from natural stuff. Glory to God. And these guys were anointed with it. Because in Gilead, let me show you another scripture so that you believe me. Jeremiah. Everything that I'm teaching is Bible-based. Jeremiah 30. I have always want to be a practical preacher. I don't like to teach things that are in the mystical. And that's what many people like. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 16. Therefore all, therefore, all they that devote thee shall be devoured. And all the adversaries, God is telling the people, all the adversaries, every one of them, shall go. Oh, no, no, no. This is not where I, I want to read. I've gone ahead. Uh, Jeremiah 46, rather. 46, verse 10. Jeremiah 46, 10. Jeremiah 46, 10. For this is the day the Lord God of hosts. The day of vengeance, that he may avenge him of his adversaries. And the sword shall devour, and it shall be satiated and made drunk with their blood. For the Lord God of hosts has a sacrifice in the north country by the river Ephraim. Go up into Gilead and take balm. Go where? Oh, tell somebody that. Go where? Go up into Gilead and take Bam, O virgin, the daughter of Egypt. In vain shalt thou use many medicines, for thou shalt not be cured, because you must go to Gilead. If not, you will take many medications. Those of you who used to travel Kumasi, Accra, Kijetia, uh, Kuforidia, when you sit in the car those days, I don't know what they do now. But those days, there is this guy with one medicine that can cure all sickness. <laughs> Did you ever meet those guys? Here, this, <laughs> it can cure all diseases. I don't know whether it's what of the balm of Gilead or this is balm of Ghana or balm of Accra. Then we were here that Akobam came. It was also a balm. It you <laughs> I just want you to understand what I'm trying to talk about. Are you here? So there are things that are, are in the natural. Many Christians, immediately we become born again, we think to take away the physical. And we, we focus too much on the spiritual. Mastery is balance. The ability to balance. Can, they, can I get a very big amen? Yeah. That I need, if not, when you get born again, you must not eat. You feed on your spiritual food and you'll be satisfied. But yet you must eat physical food to be able to get natural strength. And yet that natural strength alone cannot sustain you. You still need spiritual strength 
So the ability to take from the natural and take from the spiritual and combine both natural energy and spiritual energy show that you are a spiritual man. Oh, clap your hands for God. There are many people that are get sick. They are taking many medicine and they are not cured. He's telling them, you will take many medicine. There are people that are blessed when they combine some herbs for you and you drink it. Believe you me, two days you'll be fine. They are blessed with it. Can the amen be louder? I know some people don't like what I'm saying because they just want to get in the spirit. No matter how you even receive spiritual healing, I've seen people that get sick. I believe in healing. I believe in divine health. That's why we pray for the sick. After we finish the spiritual one, you still need to sustain that spiritually and yet physically. If you were ever sitting in a wheelchair and we pray for you, it came out from the wheelchair. Believe you me, you must start going for jogging you must start training your legs again because your legs and your muscles can only be trained by consistent walking. Physio, is it true? He says it's true, dear. Then it's true. Clap <laughs> your hands for God. Yes. There is what we call muscle atrophy. Right? The people, you, if you don't exercise it, your muscles will keep shrinking. It will keep shrinking. So you see people that are born in a certain way, their muscles are small. Now, by divine healing, we can call the leg to come out. That's where most Christians like. Say, wow, look at power. It's good. The leg, after it has grown by the spirit, that guy must go back and walk. He must climb the Ebri mountain to strengthen physically what God has done spiritually. If not, he will go back to his old state and he will come back for healing. As a matter of fact, miracles are for abnormalities only. If there is no abnormality, then you don't need a miracle. Because God created the universe to function on principles, not miracles. So anytime there is abnormality, then God says, ah, they are broken my principle. There's an abnormality, but I'm still God. I still love them. Let me step in and bring them a miracle. Okay. After I brought the miracle, they must go back to the original state of things. I have to eat well. I have to exercise. I have to do all what I have to do so that I can still get what I ought to get. You can pray 40 hours. You can pray 34 hours. If you don't do what you're supposed to do physically, you will die. That is what affects many pastors. I've seen pastors die because they go on long fastings. As though it's fasting that will make you powerful. I believe in fasting. They say, hey, the man doesn't fast. We fast. But I don't do foolish fastings. What am I looking for that Jesus didn't do on the cross of Calvary? Your level of. Uh, <laughs> Pastor Philip, yeah, Pastor Philip, look at me. Tell somebody, your biological makeup is different from mine. Look, I've seen persons go on long fastings and they get hypo. 
hypoglycemic, their, their sugar levels just go through. And they are still fasting. Father, heal. And God said, you are about to die. The angels are already in their house. Waiting to take them home if they don't change their order. Because we think that we got to just pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. Somebody said, man, you have just saved me down fast. That's what somebody is hearing it. You got to fast. Tell somebody you got to fast. It's part of our Christian walk. But don't tell him, don't go on long fastings without a proper medical check. Somebody said, but, but Jesus, Jesus didn't go for any medical checkup. No problem. The food they were eating then, is that what you are eating? This Maggie Cube generation. You want to compare yourself to Elijah? Elijah that can walk miles. When the last time you walked three miles? When the last time you even walk a mile? Some of you have car. You are going to buy something from the store just here. You drive. And you are saying that Elijah didn't go for medical checkup. Check the foods they were eating. Check the food Jesus was eating. Check what they were eating. This Maggie Q generation, you need to go for checkup. For all you know, your HB is low. Then you are starting long fasting. By the time you realize, there are pastors who went for waiting and never came back. It's true. They've turned them dead in their room. And they say, wow, he was in a prayer poster. God call you like that. By the time they go and check for the fasting, that kills him. To so tell somebody, look, the physical thing you got to do, tell the, the person, somebody is not taking good care of himself. Tell him. You have to do it. I don't like the way you are saving somebody from death. Somebody is about to die. You are changing them. See, the physical things you ought to do, shake him and say, hey! Don't neglect it. Do it. If you know how fragile this body is, you will not, you will not overwear the body. If you ought to rest, rest. Jesus was tired in the boat and slept. After he had finished ministering, virtue left him. He said, for we must need go to the other side. But when they were going to the other side, Peter and Cole, I don't even know why they were still awake. Jesus was sleeping on a pillow. He slept. They said the pillow of shalom. Well, me, I don't know it. Jesus slept. Can I give you the trick? Especially some of you are students. You must run your life by routine. If you run your life by routine, you can sustain this body. Routine is the way of sustenance. Nothing just appears. Everything is based on routine. If you want to be educated, look at the time you start school. You wake up. Some of you start school at two years. Six months, they are started going to school. You go to school, you go to school, back to back. You, you, you go on vacation, you go back to school. You go on vacation, you go back to school, you go back to school. What are you looking for? Because you are training your brain. It's a routine. Hallelujah. That is how you can get. If you want anything to really manifest, it's routine. Back 
to back. If you start gymming today and you think you are looking for muscles and that you went to the gym one week, muscles will pop up, you are joking. You must continue the routine. One day I started doing pressing, I wanted my chest to pump up. I started doing pressing, one, two, three, one, two, three. One week I look at myself and say, hey, I don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> I said, I thought that by the time I do one week, it will take years. It's routine. Can I get a very big amen? Hallelujah. So your health is routine. Glory to God. If your body needs rest, rest. Ask somebody, if you need rest, please rest. Because rest is also physical medicine. I'm building the basis before I jump into spiritual. So that we can have a balanced message. Clap your hands for God. He said, go up to Gilead. So tell somebody, when you got to go up to Gilead, you got to go up to Gilead. One day I met a guy, I said, Charlie, you need some supplements. He said, no, we, we don't take supplements. I said, okay, what are the foods that you eat? You check the food. <laughs> somebody says he's eating gobe. <laughs> the food he's eating consistently. I'm, what, I'm like, but it, it will take you years. You want to build the nutrient level that you need. Because he's not even eating well. How many of you, what the last time you took a bowl of salad in this economy? Even if you take it, how consistent is it? Don't think you eat salad today and you get all the nutrients immediately. No. Go and, go and see your nutritionist. You have to do it consistently. Somebody said, I'm looking for vitamin C. Buy orange by the roadside. To him, that one orange for that whole week, he has got it. Vitamin C. You are kidding me. (laughs) Even the vitamin C supplements, you have to take it for 30 days. Plus zinc. Just squeeze orange. Vitamin C. (laughs) Then... He will wait for one whole week before looking for another vitamin C. You are killing your body. It must be a routine. It must become part of your diet. As you do it consistently, your body can get the exact vitamin C that it needs. I think I'm, I've just saved somebody's life. Say somebody, say, you that are drinking one orange, be very careful. One orange for one whole month. <laughs> Have I helped somebody? Oh, shake somebody and say, hey. Say, go up to Gilead and take balm. Go up. If you need balm, you need balm. There are times you are so stressed, all you need is a massage. Prayer will not do it. Believe you me, I'm a pastor, I'm telling you. You break us, Father, I'm distressed. Father, I'm distressed. You be small stress. All you need is to lie down for your husband to massage your body. So that the muscles, the muscles can be relaxed. Can the amen be louder? Somebody doesn't like my message, but I'm helping you. Oh, clap your hands for God. Do you know 
know that even babies are supposed to be massaged more. But we don't massage the babies. If you have children, we don't know. Tell the children are stressed from school. Get something to Emma. If they don't want to sleep, by the time they realize, they will sleep to the next day. Because their muscles are tense. They are jumping here. They go to school. They are climbing things. Their muscles are tense. It's one. Their eyes are still on. <laughs> Daddy say, go and check whether the kids are asleep. Because Charlie, they are not sleeping. <laughs> By the time you want to start, they'll come and knock. I want to drink water. <laughs> Your match is sports. Oh. Anyway, this is just by the way. <laughs> Clap your hands for God. <laughs> he said, go up unto Gilead and take ye bam. Bam. Because he said, One day somebody asked in Sudan about how come you can stand and preach back to back and move around. I said, don't do what I'm doing. Because the leaves I drink and the leaves I was eating from infancy, you have not eaten half. You do this, you die. The man is so strong. You have been drinking things. You, you are drinking Coca-Cola. <laughs> Mods. You go to work. Bofloat, you call. Yes, meat pie. He said, brah. You won't know what he said, go up and take some bath. Can I get a very big amen? Yeah. Tell somebody, if you need balm, you need balm. Oh, yes. If not, you take many medications. Some of you, all you need is to just take a walk. Just take a walk. And so that you'll be fine. You take medication, medication, medication. And you are not cured. What you need to do naturally, please. Do it naturally. I am not a medical doctor, neither am I a nutritionist. I'm just speaking from the Bible. Because the children of Israel, they did it. God instructed them. And they went for balm when it was necessary. If not, every time they'll be laying on of hands. But there are some things that people are worrying pastors with. I am sick, I am sick. Lay hands, lay hands. All you need is a bomb. If you get the bomb, you'll be fine. Clap your hands for God. One day somebody was so stressed. I look at her and say, go home and do what you're supposed to do. And when he did it, he was fine. Because that is what he was supposed to do. And when he did it, he was fine. That is what he was supposed to do. And when he did it, he was fine. Only for married people. And he was fine. Because if not, the stress levels were just killing him. That alone is balm on itself. He was fine. So fine and strong. What you need to do physically. You can pray and pray and pray. It will not work. If you need balm, go for balm. Somebody said, I went to the hospital. They gave me a medication. Look, stay on the medication before 
you, you go into the faith work. Because there is no return on the faith work. The faith work we don't return. We build it from glory to glory, from faith to faith. So you don't, you don't start high faith and come. By the time you are coming down, the devil is waiting to catch you. So rather start gradually and keep building and keep building. Can I get a very big amen? amen? Many Christians are sick because there is no balm. They are not balming themselves. What they need to do physically, they are not doing. And they have left everything to the spirit. Especially in Africa. Angels are working over time. The African guy is so tired, he's driving. He says, I won't sleep. In the name of Jesus, take the wheel. They will sing, then he will put up, Jesus, take the wheel. He will take the wheels too. When Jesus take the wheel, you will know where you are. He will wheel you to heaven. <laughs> if you are driving and feeling sleepy, park somewhere and sleep. One time I nearly killed myself like that. I went for all night. From that, I decided I won't go for all night alone. I went to preach somewhere all by myself. Finna somewhere. I was tired. Right after all night, I was driving. Driving. Devil, you're a liar. I will not sleep. And I was driving on the Afenia road, coming through the motorway. By the time I realized I was somewhere, I told myself, no, I will never finish all night, all by myself, just be all by myself, and drive all day, especially if I went far. I parked somewhere, slept, went to 7 a.m. It's better I reach alive. Oh, yes. I've made many mistakes. One day, my brake pad was going low. I said, don't worry, I'll fix it. I'll fix it tomorrow. I'll fix it tomorrow. I'll fix it tomorrow. One day after church, I was going with my family. Vroom, on the ARS runabout. I, I saw Pastor Dennis. My car, boo, 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 boo. The brake just failed. Nearly killed everybody in the car. Why? I'll change the brake pad tomorrow. Okay. Because the angels are with me. Tell somebody, don't let the angels work over time. Shake that person. That person wants to let the angels work. Shake me and say, hey. Don't let the angels work over time. Hope you are blessed by today's message. To correspond with Reverend Danny Doku and receive more of such anointed teachings, you can look us up on any of our social media handles, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or contact us on 055-820-2278. 055-820-2278.